0: The epistle is written in the third chapter of the first letter of St. Peter, beginning at the 18th verse. For Christ died for sins, once for all, the righteous for the unrighteous, to bring you to God. He was put to death in the body, but made alive by the Spirit through whom also he went and preached to the spirits in prison, who disobeyed long ago when God waited patiently in the days of Noah while the ark was being built. In it, only a few people, eight in all, were saved through water. And this water symbolizes baptism that now saves you also, not the removal of dirt from the body, but the pledge of a good conscience towards God. It saves you by the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who has gone into heaven and is at God's right hand with angels and authorities and powers in submission to him. Here endeth the epistle. The Holy Gospel is written in that according to St. Mark and the first chapter, beginning at the ninth verse. Glory be to thee, O Lord. At that time, Jesus came from Nazareth in Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. As Jesus was coming up out of the water, he saw heaven being torn open and the Spirit descending on him like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, You are my Son whom I love. With you I am well pleased. At once the Spirit sent him out into the desert and he was in the desert for forty days being tempted by Satan. He was with the wild animals, and angels attended him. After John was put in prison, Jesus went into Galilee, proclaiming the good news of God. He said, The time has come. The kingdom of God is near. Repent and believe the good news. This is the Gospel of the Lord. <coughs> Praise be to thee, O Christ.
1: Let's commit this time to the Lord. O Lord, and may these words and all our thoughts be acceptable to you. Amen. Well, today's Gospel reading for the first Sunday in Lent describes the journey of Jesus, which takes him from his baptism to the wilderness for 40 days. And then, when the time is fulfilled, he begins to proclaim the good news of the kingdom. And the way that Mark presents this time of preparation for Jesus' ministry so clearly helps us to consider how we might journey through Lent this year. Traditionally, Lent is a time of preparation. Often, it's a time when people prepare for baptism on Easter Day. And for those who've been baptised, it's a time for us to recall our own baptism and the occasion when we publicly professed our belief in God, renounced the way of the world, and promised to follow the way of Christ. So this morning, we're going to think about how we might reaffirm those baptismal promises guided by this passage from Mark. We all know that a journey of any significance requires careful preparation. Typically, our travel plans begin by considering the destination that we hope to reach. But that's not all that's needed if our preparation is to be a success, Some years ago, in my role as a member of the RNLI, I used to teach the lifeboat crew basic navigation. And in order to plot a course to steer, three fundamental principles need to be observed if we're to reach our goal. Firstly, we need to establish our current position. This is done by taking back bearings on direction travelled, distance travelled, and the time that it's taken. Secondly, we need to plot a course to steer. And thirdly, we begin to make way ahead. A voyage of any duration is likely to be planned in stages. We know that ultimately, Jesus' journey led him to the cross, to his death and resurrection, the point of which, as we read in 1 Peter 3, is to bring us to God. But here, in this gospel passage, we consider a stage of that journey. And the objective of this stage is the proclamation of the good news that in Jesus, God has drawn near. We might expect the reading for today as we think about Lent to begin with the 40 days Jesus spent in the wilderness. But instead, it begins with his baptism the event at which his identity is established by a heavenly declaration. Jesus' position as the Father's beloved Son is affirmed by the Spirit who peacefully descends and rests on him. And so this morning, as we think about our own baptisms, we're reminded that our objective is to become Christ-like in our proclamation of the good news. But firstly... In order to reach that objective, we need to establish our current position. And we can do this by taking back bearings on our own baptism. This shows us how long we've been traveling, how far we've come, and the direction that we've taken. Very often, by recalling our experiences in this way, by remembering the significant people and events that we've encountered along the way, we can see more clearly the Lord's hand in our lives. And this strengthens our belief in God and our lives in Christ. It affirms our faith and inspires our grateful response. And this reestablishes our identity as Christians and reaffirms that our current position is in Christ. So, having first fixed our position, the second thing we need to do is plot the course. As we do this, we're guided by charts and tide tables, which help us to avoid dangers ahead. And by talking to the Coast Guard, we're able to confirm those plans. So too, we see in Mark that once Jesus' position is established, God's plan continues as the Spirit sends him into the wilderness. Mark doesn't supply us with the details of Jesus' 40-day fast or the way that, guided by God's word, he renounced the way of evil, details that are familiar to us from the other gospel accounts. Perhaps these details were already well-known, and they've certainly influenced the ideas we associate with Lent today. This year, though, as well as doing without, we've already been encouraged as a church to do something extra during Lent. To spend more time reading our Bibles. To spend more time praying for those in need. Spending time with God like this also means that our course can be guided by Christ as we pray and spend time in his word. It also shows us where we've veered off course And it prepares us for what lies ahead as we reaffirm that our course is guided by Christ. And so, thirdly, preparation accomplished, it's time to begin making way ahead. But in order to reach our objective, we must look up from the chart and out of the boat. Only then are we likely to spot those in distress we've been called to assist. A similar pattern is seen in Mark's gospel account. Preparation accomplished, the time is fulfilled for Jesus to begin proclaiming the good news to the lost. And so too for us today, the time is fulfilled. We don't need to wait until Easter to look up from what we're doing and out for those who are lost. By travelling through Lent like this, we begin making way towards our objective. So then our lives as baptised believers are fulfilled as we reaffirm that our position is in Christ, as we reaffirm that our course is guided by Christ, and as we reaffirm that our objective is to become like Christ.